Welcome to another episode of the IoT Explained series on the IoT for All podcast. My name is Ryan Chacon, and I'm the editor-in-chief of IoT for All. And on this episode, we continue from one of our earlier episodes about how an IoT system actually works. So I guess this would be how an IoT system actually works, part two. And for those of you who are new to the IoT Explained series, this is where we take common phrases and topics, terms, questions, and such from the IoT world and break them down into a more simple form to help us all understand them better. All right, so in the first part of how does an IoT system actually work, I explained that there are four major components that are involved in any given IoT solution. Those components are sensors and devices, connectivity, data processing of some kind, and the user interface. Now, the Internet of Things is made up of connected devices. For example, anything that has the capacity to transfer data over a network. So by definition, an IoT solution needs some kind of connectivity, especially if it uses the cloud. However, there are certain cases where the data processing or the interaction with the sensor or device through the user interface can take place without any data first being transferred over an external network. So on this episode, I'm going to explain to you why we might skip the connectivity. But first, let me take you real quickly back to the first, how does an IoT system actually work, and give you a quick recap. So an IoT system consists of sensors and devices which talk to the cloud through some kind of connectivity. Once the data gets to the cloud, software processes it and then might decide to perform an action such as sending an alert or automatically adjusting the sensor or device without the need of a user. But if the user input is needed or if the user simply wants to check in, a user interface allows them to do so. Any adjustments or actions that the user makes are then sent in the opposite direction through the solution. From, so basically from the user interface back to the cloud, then back to the sensor or device to make some kind of change. So, so why are we talking about skipping connectivity? And one reason for this is latency. Latency refers to how long it takes for a packet of data to get from the start point to the end point. Although latency doesn't matter in the vast majority of cases, for some IoT applications, latency is critical. Now imagine if you're uh, in a self-driving car and some, suddenly somebody loses control of their car in front of you. Now would you want to wait for the self-driving car to send data to the cloud, have the data processed, and, have instruction, and then have instructions for what to do when it's sent back to the car? Probably not. Those milliseconds could mean the difference between life and death. Now even if you're the one driving the car, you want the user interface, let's talk let's specifically like referring to the steering wheel, directly hooked up to the device, in this instance the car, rather than waiting for your input to be transmitted externally, processed, and then sent back. Another reason in this, in that, oh sorry, another reason in that sending lots of data can be extremely expensive. Some IoT applications collect a ton of data, but only a small fraction of are actually important. Local algorithms can restrict what gets sent, thus lowering the end cost. For example, in a security camera, streaming video takes a lot of data, but the vast majority of the footage might be of an empty hallway. So how do we skip connectivity? Rather than send data over the network for it to be processed in the cloud, an alternative approach is to process the data on a gateway or on the sensor or device itself. This is called fog computing or edge computing because you're bringing the cloud closer to the ground, and by closer to the ground, I put that in quotes, and the computing has taken place at the edge of the IoT system rather than at the center. So for the security camera, it could use machine vision to watch for anything abnormal, 
and then only send footage to the cloud when that happens. For the self-driving car, the data processing all takes place in the onboard computer, which allows for faster decision-making. Now, one thing to keep in mind here is that IO systems or IoT solutions are very complex and varied. Every IoT solution combines the four components that we discussed in the first episode, the sensors, devices, connectivity, data processing, and user interface. However, as you've seen in this episode of, of um, how an IoT system actually works, a specific IoT solution can combine these components in different ways. It all just comes down to the specific situation that needs to be addressed. And ultimately, IoT solutions are meant to improve our everyday experiences and improve our efficiency in whatever way possible. Ultimately, IoT solutions are meant to improve our everyday experiences and improve our efficiency in whatever way is possible. Now, hopefully this episode, in com combination with the first high-level episode of how an IoT system or IoT solution actually works, is quite beneficial to you. And we always have more information about the uh, diving into these pieces of an IoT solution uh, much deeper on our website, on IoTforAll.com. Um, or if you're interested in any of these areas of an IoT solution broken down any further in an IoT Explained ep uh, episode for this series, please just let us know and we'd be happy to do so. So that about wraps this episode up. Uh, we appreciate you listening to another episode of this IoT Explained series on the IoT for All podcast. We hope you found it quite valuable. Like I said earlier, if you have any other common topics, phrases, or questions that you want covered, just let us know. You can leave it in the comments via email, or you can tweet us at IoT for All. Now, we do appreciate your time and are working very hard to continue to bring you as much value in every piece of content that we create. My only request is that you, if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating or review. It helps others find it, and it helps us know that you're a fan. Cheers.